sister. Hey girl, hey. Let me guess, you got a word. Sure do. I'll meet you at Bayroom. Welcome back to Bay Room. And if you're new here, welcome to Bay Room, um, episode five. At Bay Room, we discuss all things black love, black relationships, what's making us, what's breaking us. Happy to be on this journey with you all. <laughs> if that's something you're interested in I and mean, want to be a part of, follow us on all platforms Instagram, bay.room, um, YouTube, bay.room. And yeah, let's get into it. Did we introduce ourselves? I'm Elisa. I'm Deja. And I just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor real quick. Okay, um, Shop Sage Rose. All the jewelry that me and Elisa are wearing today are Shop Sage Rose. Inspired by beauty made for versatility. ShopSageRose.com. Thank you. Today we have two guests. We have Isaac and Kyle in the building today. Two of my dear friends from the church. Period. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I've known Isaac since I was... Oof. How long? 12? I was Something like that. Wow, that's amazing. Something I like love that. that. And Kyle, I met like five years ago. How long ago? Ooh, I love Something like five, that. Six, Maybe like six. Five, three, five six. Uh, around 2017, 18 Yeah, something oh, like that. I don't know, but shout out to Nativity. Yeah. Shout out to Warren for putting his beautiful face in, <laughs> okay. our, in our lives. <laughs> shout out to that, that part, that part, that um, part. And yeah, we are here today. Why are we here today, Deja? We're going to get into the black church today um, and what that is giving us, okay? So what I really want to get into is what was everyone's upbringing in the black church? Um, we can start off by just giving generals or I can go into like who really introduced you to your faith. And I can start if, if, if that makes it a little bit easier. For me, my grandfather was a pastor and my grandma, pastor's wife. So that's how I got into church and Christianity. But curious to hear about you all. Um, so... I was born into Christianity. Like, my mom went to church. I probably was born on the back pew of my old church. Like, <laughs> I literally have been in church since I was breathing air. Yeah, like, no shade. That's amazing. Um, however, I guess, like, the introduction to, like, my faith or, like, really, I guess, caring about Jesus is a few people who... I could give that too, but I'll just throw it to Bethel. Mm. Like that was a. Big... How'd you land at Bethel though? Yeah, because I don't remember a, you. Yeah, that's a good question, mm -hmm. right? I remember you yes. when. Uh, so, <laughs> are you Bethel born and bred? Yes, Damn. sir. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't remember you when the coat there. check was in the lobby. Ooh. I was definitely there when the coat check was in the lobby. Or the it's usher board was where the where the, uh, the the gift shop is. Uh, Definitely wasn't there for that. Yeah, wasn't there for that. Wasn't there. You wasn't with the shoot. No, no, no. I was there when the. That spot was in the, under construction. Okay. I don't even remember what year, because I was in and out, to be I honest. Was, it was 2005. Oh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. It was 2005. <laughs> I was in fifth grade. So we were yeah. going to this church downstairs from where I live. It was just Church of New Vision. And my mom decided, you know, she had her conversation with Jesus. Mm -hmm. We got to go. So we had to leave. It was a struggle for us at first, honestly, because I didn't. We just, I don't like people like that, Okay. essentially, but I do love people. But 
I think it's not that I don't like people. I have anxiety. Yeah, like I get really, really, really shy. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really hang out the first couple of years that I was there until Mm -hmm. I started dating. Two thousand six. That person. It was like two thousand six, two thousand seven, right? No. No, two thousand eight. So yeah, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Because, like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. 2007 to 2009 is when I started, like, coming, coming around, around and going yeah. to, like, Friday nights and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep, okay. Yep. Kyle? For me, um, my grandmother is super saved and sanctified. Shout out to the grandma. <laughs> yes, okay. yes, for real. Shout out to the grandma. They don't miss. That lady, that lady is, she is holiness personified. Yeah. Um, yes. But then, when I was younger, my parents, um, my father became a pastor mm-hmm. and my mom became a first lady when mm-hmm. i was like i would say eight years old when we moved back from well, atlanta we get into that. and from then on I, that's it they yeah. are the ones yeah wow. that's how i've been in church yeah my grandmother actually so my grandmother pentecostal woman mm-hmm. of god god rest her soul um she started out at revival time which a, a lot of people from bethel like there's like ties mm-hmm. um to revival time house of prayer and she also had a word from the Lord. And eventually, I don't know how she ended up at Bethel. I don't remember. But it might have to do some like somebody from Bible time or whatever the case may be. But yeah, so my cousin and I, uh, my mom, she was in and out of Bethel. She wasn't really active there mm-hmm. at all. Um, she grew up in the church from baby. So mm-hmm. she kind of, and it was like real strict Pentecostal. So she kind of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, had that like jaded yeah, that thing outlet, that she that had to outlet. work through, but she still had her relationship with God. So mm-hmm. she would, you know, make time for church whenever she felt like it kind of mm-hmm. thing. And she never really forced it on me. Um, but my grandmother used to take me and my my cousin with her um, to church. She was an usher in the, in the church for many, many years. And so that's kind of how, you know, I got started in the house of the Lord. I love that. I love how family is like instilling, yeah, you know, yeah. the main man in us. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. What do y'all love about the Black Church? Ooh. Um, I guess the music. Mm. If I can be honest, mm-hmm. I think that's all of us. Though I think that the number one thing yeah. is always is the gonna music? music that brings us back. Yeah, because mm. it just does something. Like it's. You can't escape it. Yeah. It doesn't matter like where you are in your life, no what you're how doing, annoying how the close folks you are. are. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like you play that, and it's just like, oh my gosh! Like yeah. it's something about those hymns that don't ever leave you alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they stick with you. And I remember like being five years old with the little hymnal in my hand. You know, like those that. memories come back. Yeah. So to be honest, the people, and as much as I'm always like, I'm tired of these people. <laughs> Like, but I love it's these people. really the people. <laughs> to be honest, it's like so, so the sense weird. Of community. Yeah, kind of. Okay. I think it's like I don't think I would feel that way at every church, which is why I've struggled with like no matter how far I move, I'm struggling with going to a different church. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think no matter how much I you know might be like ugh, it's always the people, mm-hmm. and it's like you. You know, my friends who don't go anymore. <laughs> and, you know, like all the people we get to go to, like the mm-hmm. last Sunday that we went, like it felt good to be, you know, just to catch up with everybody. Yeah. And, you know, just to be in, in that space. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's the people. I love the music, too, of course, but I would say it's the camaraderie. Yeah. The people. Yeah, I think for me, it's definitely... The music, number one, because music is so spiritual for me. Mm-hmm. And and if I can feel, yeah. mm-hmm. then I can connect. I can connect. Yeah. And the music, not all of them, 
But if you know, if you know the ones, yes. right, right, they they will slap, and it gets no better than the singing in the black church. Right. It just gets no better. Right. You can go to as many churches as you want, but like Some no matter where you hit. go, th- there's nothing that's gonna hit like mm-hmm. black church singing. Mm-hmm. Like they sing down, they're gonna sing you down, mm-hmm. they're gonna deliver yeah, you down. Like yeah. they're gonna bring yeah. you out. Like, <laughs> depending on who's leading, the leading they can really leading. bring you out of yes. some stuff. Yeah. Like seriously, like because you ever went to church one day, like I hope so and so was leading, and then you get to church okay. and like it's not that. I'm like I travel all. You be wanting to pay a whole service. Mad. Attitude the whole time. All right. But you know, as we get older, that's that new church stuff. Because back in the day growing up, we had that one worship leader Mm -hmm. and that was Mm -hmm. the worship leader. We ain't have no issues with that one worship Mm -hmm. leader. Now we have A, B teams, A teams, C teams, B teams. Wait, for real? People that don't even go to the church? Oh, damn. Like yeah. guest speakers, go to the yeah. church. like guest. So that, yo, <laughs> what? That gets me. Yeah, but that's crazy. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, but here, like I feel like mm, we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love that, okay. and I love like we got a lot to cover. No, we do, but <laughs> I love like that's that there was something for you to love about it because I noticed if I speak to like some of like my other friends, they don't. This question wouldn't resonate with them. Yeah. Like. Nothing about this. A lot no. of people don't have ex- like that church experience. Like, no, truthfully, people no. are not like, and it's so interesting because it was such a norm for me. Same. Mm-hmm. And like every time I say the black church, right? And like, there's those people who get it, and then there's yeah. those people who's just like, "What are you talking about? Right? Like, what do you? Yeah. What does that even mean? Yeah. And they may have grown up in church. They mm-hmm. may have went to church on Sundays or Easter, whatever the case may be. But being like embedded in the culture of a church, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes like there's somebody on Facebook who goes who's actually I think he was from Revival Time, but he I won't say no names, but he's an older member of of the church mm-hmm. and he posts videos from back in the days. Ooh. And oh my gosh, like it makes me feel so like it mm. it warms my heart. One because I miss old Bethel. I miss the old sanctuary. I miss just like I the energy was different. Sanctuary. The energy was so, so different. And then like yeah, it just brings back so many memories. Just like looking at my grandmother with her ice grill <laughs> in the middle yeah. of the field. <laughs> I'm yeah. in the middle of the aisle, staring yeah. at everybody. Yes. And like having stern. lunch, yeah. having lunch in the usher board um, room, and like you know, me and my cousin the breakfast in the morning. We had to be at church at six a.m. Oh, yeah. you had to get down there. The you had to be nice. You had to be croissant. nice to Auntie Debbie so <laughs> that you get the good bagel. <laughs> yeah, and so um, it just feel it's all the feels. Yeah, all yeah. The feels. and I think that resonates with like so many of our people because church is like like slaves. Like if slaves didn't have church, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. would like that was the foundation? That's what, what kept them mm-hmm. going and everything like that? So it says something that that still resonates with you. I really, I really relate much with that. I want to talk about that trauma bond with church. We gonna get into some things because that foundation, that being the foundation, kind of like is is the reason why to me like a lot of people end up leaving this earth not fully like no matter how engrossed in church they were they are still leaving this world bound and feeling mm-hmm. um not feeling free yeah. the slave thing like because at the end of the day like when you're on your deathbed depending on how strong your faith is mm-hmm. when you're on your deathbed and you're really facing death and you're like okay this is it do I really believe? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or was this just like that's my judgment hope? day for you? Mm-hmm. 
That's but judgment. also don't die as a slave to church culture as well. Right, right. Yeah. Because there are some people that die as slaves to black church mm-hmm. culture. That the toxicity of it so all. Mm-hmm. You know, the mess of it all and, and all the things that come with it. Mm-hmm. Some people just die with those formalities. you get lost. You, you get, get lost. lost in and sp- some people are never able to find themselves. Mm-hmm. And they are literally, all they know is black church black culture. Church. And they mm. die as slaves to that. Mm. Mm. Yo, you just led me into like, <laughs> that was... The perfect segue into like, how do y'all feel about church now? What is what does church mean for you currently, right now, today? Mm. That was the perfect segue. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, there we go, folks. That was the answer today. And, you know, catch us next time. <laughs> Joking. No, so I really, I touched on it a little bit in episode one. I'll just reiterate real quick. I'm struggling spiritually, mainly because I have a lot of doubts um, about you know, a lot of the teaching and, and the truth and, and all of those things. I still f- have faith in my foundation. I'm not in a place where like I can't pray. I'm not in a place mm-hmm. like where I'm struggling to talk to God at all. Because when I do talk to God, like I'm, my posture, you know, is the same, but I just, I'm struggling with, with what's true. And I just honestly, like, I think religion my mom took a class and she's been saying this since she took this class, religion is the opium of the masses. And it kind of keeps us bound. It keeps a lot, I should say a lot of people stagnant. It doesn't, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. I agree with that. I lost my train of thought, but I was about to say something like in regards to that, but I just feel like it's, oh, that's what I was going to say. I feel like it's it's um, self-righteous of us mm. to think that. Yeah, what we believe is the the way, the truth, and the light. I just think that if God is so, you know, is God should be or or that person should be so unfathomable to us that, you know, we're not able to even write down in a book what, you know, all of the things. Um, we can't imagine all of the things. And so I rather, not that I rather, but that's where I am right now. I'm feeling a little bit more open-minded um, than yeah. my my... Christian faith has has taught me to be. But I think that he shows himself to us all in a different way. And like what you were saying about like just struggling with your walk. For me, I had a moment where it was, you know, F church, mm-hmm. not dealing with that, not going there, too much trauma there, too much pain there. Right. And even now as I go and I visit different churches and I see different stuff, mm-hmm. I am still not fully connected to the entire experience mm-hmm. because there is a lot of fluff and a lot of stuff and a lot of mess that you can still see. But I think for me, I focus more so on relationship mm-hmm. than like mm-hmm. religion shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a lot of people focus more on the religion, religion. aspect of it, mm-hmm. of it all. That's that has what I'm nothing to do. To do. Too. It's relationship for me. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get into, you know, my word more. Jessica came by and gave me a devotional. Oh. <laughs> And one of our friends from church and, you know, it's I've been doing like Bible study with my cousin Brianna and just wanted to actually learn the word. Because I realized like I've never really learned it. Like I go mm-hmm. to church, I'm in Bible, uh, um, Sunday school, all of this stuff. But we wasn't really learning the Bible like that. Was, that says something though. Moment. Yeah, we were not moment. learning. Everybody the key to be next to your crush. Yeah, right. So. Mm-hmm. Getting into the girl that still didn't have her hair <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's true. So, yeah. Facts. So. so yeah. I am in an interesting place as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I had stopped going to church like during the pandemic. COVID did a number. 
Yeah, COVID is a very interesting number, but it was a very interesting experience for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was so weird. Like being in those four walls and literally like feeling like I'm like just like on this roller coaster with this man. Like really just do I like do I like you? Do I not like you? Mm-hmm. Like who are you? Yeah. What was changing besides COVID? What was changing in you? I feel like my perspective on how things were done at church was frustrating me and it had been frustrating me for years. Like, like but I, I think it just like reached a point where I was just like, okay. I, like I literally can't. I, yeah. I don't even care to pretend anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. the funny like thing. Like what though? Like what you? What are you referring to specifically? He's the key. Right. I mean, you don't the have to get into it if you don't want no, to. No, no, no. Um, during the pandemic is no, when yes, we I decided. <laughs> yes, we do. You know, I'm gonna be true to myself, and I'm gonna stop torturing myself with this whole. This is a struggle of mm. my identity. So I came out to my family, at least. It was a traumatic experience, even in that I'm grateful that it happened now so we can all just, you know, know what it is. However, Not know what it is. Acknowledge what it is. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Because they knew what it was. Right. However, now we can acknowledge. But then also at the same time, it's also me saying that because I was dating someone for a certain amount of time. So everybody's just like, okay, well maybe there's, there's we hope. know that he is, maybe but mm-hmm. I don't really know what mm-hmm. he's doing. Maybe yeah. something could happen. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, right. how long are we going to keep doing that? And once my experience just felt like I wouldn't reach another level in God because I'm a mook. It was just like, <laughs> are you crazy? <laughs> I literally think that you're nuts. <laughs> but I'm so dead serious. <laughs> I'm so dead serious. Like, you're literally insane. Yo, but that's this how I, is that's how room, I y'all. felt. And even still to this day, like, I'm, I struggle with that idea. Like, yeah. okay. I hear you, though. I, I know where I belong. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, I'm not a type of person. I'm not for the streets. I'm. I'm. Period. I've never really been in the streets, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. really know how to navigate that now at mm-hmm. 28 years old. Yeah. Like you never did that, my boy. What are yeah. you doing? Right. I know some things, but I know where I belong. However, it's almost as if like, why am I gonna go somewhere where I have to like be half accepted or where right. I have to be like a charity case for people? Like, okay, well now that he came out, so now we all gotta like. Try to, you know, pray him back to, but that was what she was doing <laughs> since I was 12 years old. Right. So now it's like, girl, girl. Right. And like, right. you knew. So now when I'm coming out, Everyone it shouldn't even knew. be a conversation. It, it's not a it conversation, be, but you. more so it's like, okay. Well, I appreciate it. It's like, well, you gave up on the fight. Like you mm. gave up on. Trying to be whatever. Yeah, like you gave yeah. up on your deliverance. God so it's God. like, okay, you've plateaued. Mm. And I, I feel like that's how I'm viewed. So I can't walk into a space and be like mm. my full self, mm. even though it's like, no, we love you. No, like we want you to come. I know you love me. Yeah. However, is this going to be a thing to where every time I come in, it's like, all right, you know, I love you, but I still see this for you. You know, what you know I love you, like? but you know, I'm still like. Okay, but I'm not hoping for you to stop lying to yourself. Right. right. I'm, not, I'm not hoping for you to get a man. I'm, you know, right, I, I, right. it is what it is. You're like, loving me on terms. Yeah, like it's it's yeah, been a thing. So let's, you know, like. No, I wouldn't even say it's not unconditional. You know what it feels like? And it, not for me, but because I literally had a f- like firsthand view of watching this man go through torture 
<laughs> literally like <laughs> i always say this but like he would be crying on the pulpit and they thinking he having a holy ghost moment but he's hurting yeah and it feels like it's almost like that relationship with like a family member that's on drugs right mm. it's like they feel like you're this person that you shouldn't be we love you. We want you here. It's like it just is weird, mm-hmm. right? You yeah, know, it's, it's like it's an intervention like kind like, of thing. You know, we want you to come back so that you know we can kind of like Be start slipping you the, the, the and, juice again. And yeah. it's like mm. I don't want the juice, mm. my girl. Right. Like the cool, yeah. I'm, refu- I'm refusing that. Yeah. I don't yeah. want that. Get here yet? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so either. But she she asked the question. No, we get where we want to go. It's our show. Down, 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 down. So and we pray. So the Lord is leading. And and this is real shit. We brought y'all on to have a real conversation. Wherever it goes is where it goes. Right. So. I think I love the way like you phrase that because for me, when I think about church and like the question, what do you think about church currently? I separate church and God. Like mm. to me, church part. has no has no place in my life. Mm. Every, I like I, I mentioned to y'all before, I went to church as a child, but even as a child, I could see like y'all are not God fearing people in the way that mm. I thought God fearing people should act. Like my grandma's a God fearing woman and 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 serves her family and her friends as such. Mm-hmm. Like she shows mm-hmm. up, she'll give you a million chances, all the things, right. no judgment. I watch people in church, like it's very monetary driven. It's like, mm. oh, I want to be in charge because I want to do this and mm. I want to do that. So I separated my, yeah, exactly. I separated myself from church, like since I stopped going to church. I don't even know what age that was. Mm. But like my relationship with God, I feel like I see him every day. Like there's things that happen for me and I'm like, it's only God. There's no only way I made this happen by myself. There's no way. Like there's no way. So like church to me is just viewed as like, all right, I got to pay, I got to pay the, um, Ties and offering. Yeah, I gotta pay that. <laughs> okay, gotta be there at eight o'clock. Make sure you're not late. Everybody stares at you when you walk in the door when Ooh, you're late. Right. Make sure you're dressed appropriately. Don't show right. your boobs. Um, I have a child now. Make sure she's quiet. Right. Make sure yeah. she's not yelling. It's um, a whole thing. It's a whole thing where, yeah. like, when I'm praying to God, I'm praying while my daughter's screaming. I'm praying while okay. the TV's blasting. You better preach, girl. Yo, Come I'm on. praying right before work and I gotta yeah. hop on a meeting because, like, God, that's how God shows up in my life. I'll be doing something and I just get a whiff of, like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, me, it's, it's me, really real. real right, exactly. Where, like, church to me is very set up and staged to me mm-hmm. so it's, it's just, informative yeah exactly and, um, exactly and, and, oh my gosh yep. like getting to that like being mm-hmm. being in the space now and i guess like detaching myself from like the whole church culture thing and just wanting god like mm-hmm. throw everything else i just want god you like, just want the meat that, that, bone. yeah like pay but there's that. nothing like it. there's nothing like the you know the bible says when when two and three are gathered so God can still be in the midst when it's just you yourself, but it's different when, at least for me, the energy is different. I will say that there is nothing more beautiful than when you are in a space or at a church filled with people that are just seeking him. Right. Like when it becomes all of this other stuff and all these anecdotes of all of that stuff, that is the irritation for me Yes. because I am a person that lives a very authentic based life. Mm -hmm. Everything I do is authentic. Everything Mm -hmm. I do is organic. And when I see a bunch of stuff that is just... Forced. That's just forced mm-hmm. and just a bunch of people just faking and parading around. It becomes hard for me mm-hmm. to be connected. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, people want to say, oh, he's nasty. Oh, he's, yeah. he's not. He's just disconnected. Yeah. Down. Because yep. I see through it. Right. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not and, here for that. And I refuse to, one thing about me is I refuse to go in any room mm-hmm. not showing up. Period. A hundred percent as me. Mm-hmm. Period. In any way. So what you see is definitely what you're gonna get. Well, how mm-hmm. is that for you? Be like being so active in different churches, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're you're right. saying you 
like do all the things. So yeah. like, how is that for you? Like having to show up as your full self, like what does that mm-hmm. even look like? Honestly, to me, I don't even think about it. Mm. I'm going to be sober. I don't even think about it. I don't stunt it. At all? Like it's not, it doesn't At pass your. all. Because I've, the, the years of dealing with that are okay. done. Yeah. And you felt it. And so I now felt, you know the difference. I know the difference. Mm-hmm. And I know what I'm there for. Mm-hmm. And you see the two things I'm there for. I'm either there for a check Period. or I'm there for God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and both of them things, I'm okay. showing up. Okay. And both of them things, <laughs> I'm showing up. <laughs> Just to be clear. Okay. So you can be mad. You can say, oh, I don't like him. But I've, I've had. Presently, I've had less experiences with severe homophobia and severe disrespect from people because all you can see is me and the God in me. You're not looking at everything else. And if you like my outfit, you like my outfit. That's just a plus. Oh. <laughs> and you heard it here, okay? Period. I love that. I felt like a Whitney moment. Period. <laughs> I love okay. that to you, Kyle. We gonna <laughs> clip that. No, that's amazing. I love that. I love that so we much. We touched on this a little bit, but if it's different, what is your relationship with God now? I feel like I can get next to him now. Yeah. Like in a, in a different way. Um, I did go through a season where I felt like I couldn't pray or maybe I just didn't necessarily have the desire to. Like mm-hmm. I thought that I could figure it out on my own. Yeah. But once I was outside and, you know, once you get out into the elements, you realize that you're exposed. It's like, oh, wait, hold on, girl. Go back mm-hmm. inside. Get your little covering. And, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you can get out there and do something. Mm, that's Skip a it. word. Skip like Adam. Yeah, it, it definitely gave <laughs> yeah. uh, in the wilderness. Yeah. So I had to, you know, reclaim my roots more so. And I just wanted the roots. Like, I didn't want anything else attached <laughs> to that. Like, I, mm. I just wanted that. And then I can build on that, but just with me and God, like having those conversations day to day. And my prayer is very much so like how I speak. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking to God like, you're my boy, Same. what's up? Yeah. Like, you know, it's another day. We add it again. What happened? Um, <laughs> yeah. Come as you are. But you know, we're going to yeah. do our big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I got but a he, test later. He respects that though. <laughs> yeah. And I really feel like he no, loves and respects test. that about me because that's the same. <laughs> that's my same approach because my relationship with him is so much better 2019 like that was it was a lot 2018 2019 those years was very heavy for me mm-hmm. 2020 like i really it opened up my eyes in so many ways and had me like i had a whole new relationship with mm-hmm. god like it it's so personal with me and him like i really know that i'm one of his favorites yeah damn. like i don't gotta Yo. question it like love. i don't gotta think about Ooh, it because Ooh. one thing is Serious. it's like he loves that i show up as myself yes. and there's not a person on this planet oh, that can different. tell me different yeah. because i show up as myself every single time and he meets me where i am yep and if he needs to get me right he'll get me right mm-hmm. and if he needs to he does it in a way that i can respect down where most people that are not even qualified to speak to me. Not even t- qualified. They want to try or attempt to chastise or attempt to gather. Right. And I'm not so easily gathered. Period. So oh, because I have to, back. Tre- <laughs> you have to really tread lightly in the space because you can't come to me about certain things. Yeah. And I know that you cheated on your wife Ooh. several times and still cheating. Ooh. Can't come to me about certain things. And not mm-hmm. only are that, you're sleeping with little girls and you're also a pedophile. You can't come to me about little things mm-hmm. and you're a horrible paymaster. You're not right. paying your bills. You're not taking care of your family. Like there's certain things, your house is not in order. So before you come at my house. No, seriously. 
Be ready. Yeah. It's no shot. The Bible says be also ready. And you have to be ready. <laughs> no, when you, you do. Come and speak to you me. do. I always <laughs> find it funny though when like people try to check you about like moral moral grounds. Like right, it's, right, to right. me, it's like, okay, okay, okay. So even if like say you're like parents' age, mom age, fifties to sixty, you have not lived long enough mm-hmm. to check me about moral grounds. Mm-hmm. Like you just haven't. Especially you need to live two, three. You done did. Yo, okay. and but you need multiple lifetimes. Will. Yeah, but, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are going to go through so many different cycles, yep. so many different changes where maybe you are a bad person in this season mm-hmm. and it, you just weren't mm-hmm. your best. Maybe you're a great person here. Maybe you're mid. Maybe you're coasting here. Right. It's an ever-changing. So you are not the police of morals. Yeah, no. Right. And no. Like, and not. And, right. and our perception of life is different. So when you try to check me, That's a and I do know that you're cheating on your wife. Right. Don't I be know. mad when I tell it. said wife. But and, and I also know and if we're talking about what people are struggling mad. with, yeah. I also know that you're struggling too. Down, down, down. Okay, so boom. <laughs> Right, right. Okay, so, 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 so when we're going to talk about that. That's the thing that be getting me. That's the thing that be getting you wanna, me. You want to chastise very, like, yeah. what you're literally, like, what I seen you do in the inbox. Yeah. What I seen you do when you saw me in person. Mm-hmm. Or when I saw you saw my when I saw I my friend. I see your I saw profile, you do it. homeboy. Oh, on, on what? Pay it. <laughs> But you know, that's what I'm just saying. Like, no, I, I really agree with that. It's not only about that. It's not only about the, the the homosexual aspect about it. It's it's about the fact that you are a horrible parent to your children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. You are Ooh. a horrible person. Ooh. You don't go to work. You don't. You right. don't have a job. Don't right. have a job. You don't have an income. You are not the man of and your you are house. Focusing. On something as small, because it's very, very small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we make it so big because of religion and other things and, and beliefs and heteronormative and heteronormative aspects and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we make it big because of those reasons. Yep. But it's really so small. It's it not important. It's that not much. that serious. It's not important at all. No, like let's really talk about what is important. Your children did not eat in mm-hmm. two days. Your Stop. wife is calling and wondering where you at. Your wife is calling you. Yeah, you're not answering. She's trying to find out where you are. Mm-hmm. And college degrees and things are not everything, but you're not even attempting to get a degree. Yeah. You're not attempting to do anything. Trade like, school, nothing? nothing. Like, you don't want to be a plumber? No, you're not in a career. Nothing. You have nothing going for yourself. Mm-hmm. But you focus on things out of your control because that makes you feel bigger. That's why people that be focusing on like like sidetrack. My I had a high school teacher tell me people focus so much on space and shit. Like like when they when meteors are coming and mm-hmm. people are so involved in that yeah. and the Mercury retrograde, people focus on that because what's going on in their real life they can't control and they can't get it in order. So they rather blame it on oh a meteor's coming, oh right. Mercury's in retrograde, or so and so is happening. On. Yeah, because you can't even like get your own shit in order. Right. It's to Gift deflect. In order. Right. True deflection. Like, Gift in order. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. It's all the deflection. It's all the, the deflection. Yes. But these big aged people. <laughs> That's the problem Yo, too. Deflecting you, on younger you're not people be 50 who are and living. Underpaid telling me how I should underpaid be telling me how I should live my life. Under, but but, 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 the, but the ones the ones that's bike. paid the ones that's paid the ones that are paid <laughs> are are the ones that are paid are a problem too. No, I'm, I'm not negating that. But what these, I will say is is that there are some people. I, I feel like. The more well off you are, the less you care about certain things. Yeah, and, and in most cases, in I agree. Most cases, and I agree. I'm not That's true. Saying fully, but from what I've experienced, mm-hmm. is that people that are miserable, miserable, yeah, misery loves company for sure. Like less qualified, mm-hmm. they are the ones that are literally they have so much to say to say about certain about things, and it's just like everything. that's true. Uh, I'm thinking more so like, about the people who seem like they have what? it all together. Go get it. Who. Seriously. 
whether you're a pastor, you're an elder, you're a gospel singer, you're whatever the case may be. You seem like you <laughs> have it all together. <laughs> Are you gonna ignore the fact that you just? <laughs> we we can, we'll get there later, all. but it all. like it's those people that like it's the yeah. the miserable nasties who put their nose down at everybody else, mm-hmm. but the skeletons in their closet are ridiculous. Like those are the people that are for me that that get it for me. It's like the the brokies. Like for me, they're easy to ignore. The the people who you know who clearly are a hot mess but got something to say about everybody. That's fine. But it's the ones that try to appear as if they have it all together when they absolutely do not. And they want to put their nose down or, or you know, just look down on, on mm-hmm. other people for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that I, that yeah. really, for me, it's really the deceit. Like, mm-hmm. that's the part for me. Mm-hmm. It's like... You're a liar now. You're a liar and, and you're just not authentic. Mm-hmm. And that's what I always struggle with in every aspect of my life, whether it's church, it's work, friendships... Mm-hmm. Is the the authenticity part? Like I can accept you if you are gonna keep it real, right? Very much. No matter so. what that looks, even like. if you're Very nasty. So. Yeah, I know you're nasty. I can Down. decide to stay away from you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But don't pretend to be cool, my auntie. Right. Or don't pretend to be like a friend. <laughs> or don't pretend to be somebody who loves me. Yeah. Yeah. When I agree. you don't. You know what I mean? It's so, not a level playing field. No, now and I'm what it does, what self. it does is that that mm-hmm. that is what really it breaks people's hearts. Yeah, you know how many of my friends from church who are heartbroken just because they tried so hard to be accepted in these spaces, and they were made to feel like time and time again like something was wrong with them. Mm. When these very same people got all the all the things yeah. wrong with them. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's the lack of authenticity. Because if you don't like me, just say that. Or don't. Just stay away from me. Yeah. Absolutely. But you keep showing up to show yeah. to tell me something. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't ever have to show up. Yeah. That's what yeah. I, t- I, I try Weird. to make people understand that. Like, you do not have to show up. If, the, if this is something that happens to be a burden to you, mm-hmm. if I happen go. to be a, be- mm-hmm. a burden to you in any way or any aspect, you do not have to show up for mm-hmm. me. Literally. No, because what showing up for me will do is it'll cause more pain mm-hmm. to a wound that's already deep enough mm-hmm. where you don't have to be present. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would rather somebody say, you know what? I just can't deal with this than try to act like you're loving me through something yes. and claiming that it's a struggle yep. when it's, I'm not struggling. Yeah. No. Right. It's your struggle. You're struggling. You're making it a struggle. Yeah. I'm, not even str- the, I'm not even struggling. The, the ease that you find when you're authentic and... Kyle, like, honestly, love you so much. No, I love you but, too. But, like, look up to you in so many ways because yeah. ever since I've met you, you've been authentic. Mm. So being able to, like, being able to be in that space in, like, 2020 and be like, okay, God, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this is really what it is. I'm not, like, I'm not struggling no more. This is yeah. not, you know, a fight. I'm gay. Um, <laughs> I'm your son. What have, what's up? I felt so much love in that moment. Like, mm-hmm. I felt so connected. I was like, okay, this is it. Like, okay. I can actually talk to this man now because it's almost like you hiding something from your mother or your father. Like, yeah. you can't really have a real conversation because there's just something in the back of but my head. Like, sucks. I want to mm-hmm. talk to you about What it. sucks is that mm-hmm. you, God knows you already, right? Right. So it's these people that's right. doing that. And that's why you cannot focus on people when you really want a connection with him because have like 
Every time you focus on people, you lose out on so many things. If I focus on people, I would fail. If I focus Mm -hmm. on people, I wouldn't have got promoted on my job. Mm -hmm. If I focused on people, I would have missed out on that bag, this bag, that. Mm -hmm. I cannot focus on what other... It's such a lonely walk sometimes when you're focused on what you want and your goals for yourself and how you see yourself. But it's something that you have to do because it's the only way that you will get to where you need to go because if you're focused on what other people are doing you'll be just like the people that we sit here today speaking about that are hell bound on other people's experiences i do not care about what somebody else has going on because guess what i'm doing for me i'm living for me and i have my own relationship with who i need it with i don't Period. even care right. what you got to say. Period. that part Period. so you better be an asset or right. if not you're just an ass and you're out yeah <laughs> Like, as we're talking, like, I, I feel so conflicted because Mm -hmm. we know that a lot of black men in the church make the choice not to practice homosexuality or live in their truth. No, 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 no. no. They make Mm -mm. the choice. Can we put a pin there? Because that's not the truth. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to say they, okay. they are choosing not to practice. Because they're practicing. They're practicing. They've practiced better than me. <laughs> they practice better than several people I've known. Yeah. They are experienced. Okay. They, they are experienced. Well, I don't do, do you mean like living their truth? So listen, I don't want to assume because I do feel like there are people, depending on how brainwashed you are, who will feel these things, but suppress them, won't acknowledge them, won't entertain it, and will live a happily ever after mm-hmm. with a woman. I do honestly feel like that is that can be the case. I do. Unfortunately, that as as sad as it may be, as as touchy as it may be, as hard as it may be, it has to be none of my business. And it has to be none of yours. Because when two people or a person decides to make a choice, we got to remove ourselves from that. No, so my thing is like the reason why I even brought that up was mm-hmm. because I don't want to send a message of like, I don't want to make anyone feel like if they are deciding that I don't want to live like this, like I don't want to be gay. That's if your they genuinely, conviction. So that's what I'm saying. If they genuinely feel that way, I don't want there to be like, I don't know what's right and what's wrong. Like, I don't want there to be a messaging of like, Come out. You got to come out. You can't ever be happy if you're, you know, in the church and you're Mm. living a straight life, but you're actually gay. You know what I mean? But at the same time, so that's why I wanted to get your, you you guys' opinion on that because like, should that be the messaging or do you respect or, or, I mean, you can respect, but do Mm -hmm. you, do you think it's possible at all to be delivered? So I can say that the messaging is this, the message, the messaging will be. Love yourself in all of who you are, as who you are, with whoever accepts you mm. for what you are. I love that. Because all of us here, unfortunately, it really is not our business or our choice to say what this one is doing, what that one is doing, because there are people that have made choices and peace with the decisions that they've made. Right. Yeah. And that's and, what I was going to say, too. And all we can say is Godspeed. Godspeed. I love you. Love to I don't know if I see you because I don't know. But like, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love you in spite of. And the person that you're with or whatever you're seeking in life or the people that you're around or the family that you're around, I hope that they love all of you. Right. right. And that's all I can wish. Right. right. That's true. You can't, you can't save everybody. It's almost not like, 
everybody like everybody makes a choice. This is your decision. That's your truth. That's your personal conviction. Like some people might feel like you shouldn't smoke weed. Some people might feel like you shouldn't drink or whatever. If that works for you and your relationship and that's your conviction with mm-hmm. God, that's cool. Yeah. For me, mm-hmm. that's not my conviction. I was tortured not yeah. accepting mm-hmm. that. So that's my relationship with him. Maybe we'll work that out in a- our Actually, time. I think we mm-hmm. should be careful with our verbiage because we're saying everybody makes a choice as it pertains to... Right. And it's not a choice. Because it's, it's not, not even a really a choice. No. It's more it's so... the action. That's are the choice. Are you actively yeah. involved yes. mm-hmm. or not? Right. Right. And so and, the, what you guys said yeah. is exactly what I kind of wanted to get out yeah. there because I don't want anyone to feel like condemned because you know yeah. like they decided Be happy as you are yeah, yeah they decided to not and it works for come you out. do it i literally like out out like the depths of my soul i genuinely love everyone and i want everyone to be happy in the ways that make them happy maybe being out and being proud is not, not somebody's forte right. because maybe some people will be too far gone mm-hmm. maybe some bad. somebody may not know like when to, when stop. to chill out yeah because yeah. it can get there real may dark be some people uh, it can get real dark <laughs> like the, literally the world is dark so uh, it gets dark it gets, it gets crazy darker. it gets scary <laughs> so I cannot be the person to tell mm-hmm. you. Like that's a fact. I will say I had, I've had, you've heard me have these moments where I'm just so frustrated. Like yo, like stop, stop faking it. You yeah. know what I mean? Stop faking the funk. Like we know you gay. Come out. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, that is a great point. Like God might be using this woman to shield this man from like that world because. If he were to be in that world, mm-hmm. he he's not he's not. He can't control himself because he's condensed and contr- like and kept himself contained yeah. for many years, mm-hmm. you know. Or her, because we're not going to just make it seem like it's a male thing. No, or no, her. Or her. no, yeah, it's, it's women too. It's women too. I've been watching Jackie Hill Perry a lot lately. God you guys her. know her. I don't think. That, <laughs> may all blessings be. <laughs> <laughs> May all blessings be. We're not giving free promo. May all blessings be. So who they may fall to. So, <laughs> so this this all we don't even have to get into that. Led us. Okay. This all let, leads to like the last half of the conversation, which I think is perfect. Um, so a few things, and I'm gonna just throw them out there because I feel like they could all be tackled. Mm-hmm. How has the black church really impacted your view on romantic relationships? <laughs> and with that being said. <laughs> Do you feel like there's a higher prevalence of like gay men or women within the black church community? Definitely not gay women. There are gay women in the church, but Honey. there is gay women in church. But come on, but has, everybody so how in that, the gospel industry is gay. Every how, man is it? Every, every man in the gospel. So industry. how has that impacted too. your view <laughs> on romantic relationships? <laughs> okay, so, because okay. I'm not on to okay, with that so knowledge. I can speak, I can you know? speak from me personally. Yeah. Overall, and I'll just speak from a a space of a person that was completely never expecting a romantic relationship ever. Yeah, let me just say before he says this, when I first, can I say that? Can yeah, I go say ahead. That? You can. When, <laughs> when I first met Kyle, not when I first met him, but one of our first like real conversations, we were on our way home from rehearsal. And of course, I wanted to know, like, what is a gay? <laughs> right. She loves to dig. She loves. She loves. Oh, she loves digging. I don't even remember what. Not what is a gay. She loves digging. <laughs> I don't yeah. remember how the conversation came up. We were just talking. Okay, and I don't think I even asked you. I think you kind of was just feeling like, okay, let me just because I knew you were digging. <laughs> digging. The girl has no like. 
You, you don't have cooth no, about like, it. She, she has no, she has no finesse, no swag about it. I just knew you were digging. It's like so. I like to know my people. Of course. He told me he was asexual. And at first I was very like green to just all of that. Because mm-hmm. I just had one track mind. I, you're mm-hmm. either gay or straight. All the other yeah. stuff. I didn't know what it meant. Um, and then we recently, and I didn't think it was a joke, but I was just like, wow, that's interesting. Like no romantic interest in anybody. That was so real. I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> you said you miss it? Yeah, that was so real. It was the best version. What did I even feel like? It felt I felt complete. Mm. <laughs> I, I really missed it. And I still feel complete now. Let's mm-hmm. actually yeah. be clear about that. But <laughs> when those days <laughs> where you didn't have to worry about somebody calling your line or being funny oh, yeah. or playing manipulation. Like when doing things like when you don't have feelings for anybody and that way romantically, it it was one of the best things. So for you me. had no attraction to any kind of human. I'm oh being completely God, that's honest. amazing. It was like that but, would save a yeah, lot of people. Yeah, but did it come from a lot of things? Did it come from a world of trauma? Yeah, I can't imagine. That's a good question. Yeah. That's a great question. They didn't did even hear the question. The asexuality did come from a world of oppression, yeah. and that is something that I spoke about, and and I went through this, like as I journaled, as I through the journey of self discovery, like finding you and finding me, half and half theme song, mm. and very much that, like. As I was learning Kyle mm-hmm. and learning Kyle as an adult in his 20s, as learning Kyle as he navigates through his 20s, as he navigates through the loss of his birth father that he didn't really know and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it was so many larger conversations I had. And I was like, was I stagnating my sexuality because of my church trauma mm-hmm. and expectations that people had on me? Mm-hmm. And I can sit here today and honestly say no. No, mm-hmm. I was expecting a yes. No. I was expecting... I didn't I want love to love the wrong person. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, oh, yes. And so what was happened so was. Clear. It yeah. was clear. Way <laughs> but that's amazing. So I feel like so you've the been pressure, true the from pressure day of, one. From day one. The yeah. pressure of like who to love had nothing to do with it. Nothing. Wow. It, the pressure of who to love had absolutely nothing to do with it at all. I was always so focused on like three things growing up. Superstar. Going uh-huh. to Yale and like just making sh- and like fashion. Yeah. Like those were the three things I was. I never saw like, oh my God, I need to make sure that this girl is cute and this girl liked me. Now, did I date a girl when I was in like middle school? Yeah, but like even that was <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, but like. And, and like she became part of my family. And to this day, like we, st- I'm still connected to her family and all of that, really? even though, though we only dated for three months. But like, <laughs> it, like we're still like, we still cool. Came to my father's banquet and all that, like still is like considered family, but mm-hmm. like. For me, sexuality was never a thing. Like it wasn't, there weren't boys that I was like, oh my God, I want to date you. Oh my God, I'm into you. Oh my God, like you're so fine to me. Nothing. I was always able to acknowledge people's attractiveness and how they looked and how beautiful or fine they were as a male or a woman and anybody, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something that I looked that for. you were interested in. Mm-hmm. I was never interested in it. Wow. So wow. what changed? What changed? COVID. Yeah, interesting. Yo, the panoramic really had a way. Yo, Wait. that Ponderosa threw Yo, us no shade. It really yeah. just fucking just she, took your world. She worked herself. And shook it up. Me. It was nasty. Crazy. Okay. She duffed me. And all I would say is, I would say COVID and I would say losing my biological father. Mm-hmm. Like to death? Yeah. Okay. Those two things. This actually kind of personal. I'm I don't sorry. really talk much. But um, <laughs> those two things... You know, mm-hmm. those two things definitely were like, okay, 
and made a friend. It's definitely like, okay, this is a friend. So you were in a vulnerable space. Very vulnerable. And that'll do it. And that'll do it. And because I've never, I never, I was never really aware of vulnerability in that way. Mm. I never had a vulnerable space. I I wasn't somebody that was just going to talk to people about my business, tell people what I was going through, or tell people what I was having a hard time with. Mm -hmm. I was always a person to figure it out myself. Mm. COVID opened up a door of having no work because I would be thrown in work. Mm -hmm. If I wasn't working, I was at I was at a gig. Mm-hmm. I was in the studio. I was at a session. Mm-hmm. I was doing something. You were busy. My time was so occupied mm-hmm. that I never even thought about it. Mm-hmm. COVID, it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just you nothing. and you. Me, you and God. Me, God, Twitter, and FaceTime. That. <laughs> Period. Ain't it? Love FaceTime. Love Chad, Twitter. I don't love it. Yo, I'd be on FaceTime for hours, like watching movies with people because you couldn't see nobody. Uh, and, 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 and that started. That was something Yo. that I never did before. I was not somebody that was going to sit on FaceTime and watch a movie. I thought that all of these things I thought were pointless. Yeah. Like, how could you talk to somebody all day? You don't have anything to do. How could you, like, <laughs> like you don't have any business. Like, right. nobody has anything to do. Like, what is this? Mm. Nobody's going to work. <laughs> like, nobody's going to work. So I will say right. that that was the first time I, I felt romantic connection and romantic relation to did another person. Did you enjoy person. it? I did, and I didn't like it. <laughs> Wait, you said you didn't? I did, I did enjoy it, but I didn't like it. He enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. He enjoyed it, but didn't enjoy it at the same time. I'm like, what the heck is this? It's a lot. <laughs> no, I really was like, <laughs> like this is gross. It gave yuck. Like, it, like, like this is freaking disgusting. Like, yeah. how Wait, can, have you ever been in love? Unfortunately, yeah. I love that for you. Unfortunately, at least I think one it's time. A very fortunate thing. At least one time. I think it's fortunate, but unfortunate because it hurts when it ends. Oh yeah. Yeah. I still love to this day. Mm. You're still in love. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's real shit, though. It doesn't just go away. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, no, no. It doesn't just go away. But like, I mean, from, I mean, from COVID. Wait, to are you now, in a relationship or you just? No. No, you're just in love. And, no, 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 no. Not, no, I, I'm in love because I, I can honor the feelings that I have for said person. Okay. Okay. Wait, okay. I have a question. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> total, total, total sidebar. So remember that time we went to, like, we was outside and we saw each other at Poppy Juice? You always outside seeing somebody, huh? You remember that? I night? am always outside seeing somebody. <laughs> Down boots. Right. That's what you're complicating. Okay, Same. I'm always outside. <laughs> um, but you remember Poppy Juice? I, was that after the pandemic? Poppy Juice? It was a DJ. What club were we at in Brooklyn? Was it like a nightclub? Hey, oh, you want to talk about it later? Yeah. Is the, are you trying to ask, is that the person? Down. I don't remember who I I don't remember who I was with that night, to be quite honest. I love that for you, so, actually. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> no, I actually do. It's no shade. So, You're a fat girl. I live. So, boots. boots. <laughs> Down. I don't know. Okay. And not even on those scandalous. I no, just no, no, don't no, no, remember. No, 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 no. Like, we'll we'll talk later. Later. Boots. That's what it is. That's a very kinky problem with the situation. I love it. So, I <laughs> this is what oh, I have to be careful. God, well, that's so funny. No shade. Oh, so then I wasn't dating. <laughs> okay. Right. No, no shade. No, I'm short, y'all. No, no shade. I'm short. You like your fat smaller. I'm short, but no, if it was short, it wasn't me. Okay. Period. Work out. You heard it here first. <laughs> if it, it was wasn't short, me. It wasn't me. No. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
So <laughs> wait, did we even answer the question? No, you oh, guys wait. didn't answer the question. Oh, yeah, yeah, y'all need to answer. answer the and was the question just essentially is like, how has the Black Church impact impacted your your view on on romantic relationships? Oh, did you answer? Yeah, you did. I did. I did. Okay. I, did. I didn't know if that was your full answer. Yeah, no, no, that's my full answer. Seriously, okay. like I definitely looked at it controversially because cheating and the scandals mm-hmm. and all of that stuff like that and mm-hmm. and controversy, but like it didn't affect what I wanted for me for yourself. Period. Mm. Love that. Um, for me, I would say no. I think that growing up, I my like my parents had a you know an interesting relationship. Um, not to give that too much, but they just had a they had an interesting relationship, <laughs> and from there, I was just like, I think that there's a better way to do this. Like, mm. there, there, right, 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 right. there has to be something that we can do, and I don't think that is that. Um, the church influencing relationship or like how I view things romantically, I would say yes, it has impacted that. Uh, just like how I reverence my partner. Like mm. I respect you in a particular type of way. And also I think that like the people that I just connect with is just like a very interesting connection. Like, yeah, God don't play about me. So he's not going to play about me with you. Yeah. So don't play with me. Yeah. Cause you're playing with God. No, no, no don't no, play with me. That, Cause I, I have to, you would hate if God, I, I would hate does yeah. not <laughs> God play about me. If God you are with me, play about me. Doesn't play. I need you to understand the levels of he don't play with me. You can be in any state. Any state. You Ooh. can be in any country. Anywhere. You can be on Anywhere, any flight. Yeah, baby. <laughs> on any flight. You better hold Anywhere. that I don't want to take a nap. Like, that dream is going to carry me to wear you out. <laughs> it's not even the dream. It's the phone. Baby, the phone will ring. Down. The phone will ring. I saw so and so. I did so and so. So and so. Every the... time. Every time. That's wild. You just know too many people. No, <laughs> that's the Lord. You that's so God. That's God. He shows up, and then they be like, "Did you know?" I said, "It's none of your concern." Period. But it'll get handled. Right. It'll get handled. Thank you. So. I don't know if this is in every church, mm-hmm. but in our church in particular, when it comes to relationships, I feel like there is a lot of there was a lot of like matchmaking, matchmaking and pressure. We, yeah, we really, I would have been married at twenty one if it was left up to them. Are you so serious? I was waiting no, really? for I would I was waiting wow, for you to even um, address like because you were in a relationship in the church. Luckily, I never had a, I should say, a real relationship in the church. Of course, you like, you know, talk to people here and there, but I never had a, a relationship in the church. But it's something that is like shoved down your throat. Yeah. Really? The couples mm-hmm. get put on a pedestal. I remember, I won't say like the a couple. It is a show. Like it's Green a Leaf? whole reality TV show. It's giving uh, Greenleaf. It's giving Greenleaf. Really for real. Is. That show is like an, an actual almost, depiction. It almost wow. gives us if like we don't have no other space outside of here to find anybody else. Like, right. Yes. Do everything you like, you. Yeah. Because it's like, like, what if I actually don't, don't like, like that person? person? Because the person that I was dating is no shade. We hated each other before we started dating. Really? I did. I did not like that girl. She was mm. annoying. All right. Yeah, no shade. Easy I, on I, my we, friends. We used but <laughs> didn't like that girl. She was very <laughs> annoying. I used to read her for filth when I got the chance to, and I still read her when we was together. Damn. Oh, oh. Back to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Like the pressure, just as a little kid watching. Like I remember one Sunday. Again, I'm not gonna say names because it's unnecessary. Like 
the pastor literally had a couple come up on stage, a new yeah. couple come up on stage on a pulpit. And it's like, for what? Yeah. Like, this is... To like, what? Nobody gets congratulations. They're engaged. You know, no, right now... Not even, so engaged. Engaged. Not, not even engaged. Not even engaged. They weren't even engaged. engaged. They were just oh, dating. Wow. Oh, wow. They were just dating. Were they praying over them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. You it know gave, what's like, so it gave like one of like the prom. It's, it it gives arranged marriage. No That's shit. It, yeah. It gives, it it gives arranged, arranged marriage. marriage. Yes. Like the, the really families does. of the church find a respectable suitor amongst the brothers and sisters of so and so and so and so. And when the kids get together, church. they start you know bless this union, Lord, may this be fruitful. You know, we start you know really making divorce, not cheating. No, but gay being ministry. Right. So like life it's is weird. Life is full of the it's weird. And it's like, no, honestly, like if you find someone in church organically, amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Salute. But to feel that pressure, and yeah. especially the generation before us, mm-hmm. I really feel like the generation before us especially mm-hmm. had that pressure. That's mm-hmm. really interesting. And like it ended up being like, in my opinion, I feel like there are some couples that or I'll say individuals who really just got together because of that. Like, I just really want somebody in the church. And there's like a, a, a reverence. It's weird. It's like, it's weird. Wait, but that that's a great segue to the next point because it sounds like there's a lot of pressure in like, what's the word? Just a lot placed on relationships, church relationships. How are you doing relationships? Like, how are you serving God in your relationships? Mm. So like... That is exactly how it goes. Yeah, like it but seems like truth. that's a that's a and full everybody's time in job. Your business too. That's a full time job. Everyone's in your business. Like you're almost at home thinking. So when we go to church on Sunday, you know, the make thing sure you too, show up well. The problem too is that you can't even have a sacred relationship because everybody got to be in your business. Yeah. If you and your partner, especially as a young couple, mm. went through it, an abortion, let's say, everybody got to know. You okay, gotta so get sat down and pray I over you. I think that they put so well, much on the these thing. relationships. When you tell your business, yes, people True. will. Well, but what I'm saying is that there's the pressure. There's the to pressure like share everything because you feel tell. like it was. And I don't know here. if it's conviction or just like. So this is coming from an overshare. Like I tell people, not everybody, but if I feel close to you, mm-hmm. like the majority of the people in my life know the majority of things about me. Yeah, and the things that I'm going through. So if these are, and especially back in the days, we were in church Monday through Sunday. So these people are together oh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Who else do they talk to? Mm-hmm. But then next Sunday, you you find out you getting sat down mm-hmm. for for you know something that you told X Y and Z. You know what I mean? In privacy or whatever, yeah, or what in whatever context. Yeah. It's like those relationships, like it gets infiltrated. Like you mm-hmm. can't even have a real organic. You know, relationship and go through the ups and downs of just being a human being in a relationship yeah. without the extra. That's yeah. crazy. That's you know that's saying? a lot of pressure. Do you feel like things like the beard ministry? Do you feel like that's why things like that exist? Can we identify? Let me just say, yeah, tell I us what the beard ministry is. The term. No, you. Did I'm about not. to patent it. No, I'm just playing. You sure you told me? <laughs> I feel like I ain't never heard nobody. I know I've never heard about it in my life until well, you talk. To call it a ministry. Well, the beard ministry, yeah, maybe. I've never heard that before. Exactly, but I know that's beard what I'm talking about. Oh, the is beard. A thing. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about the I'm saying ministry. the ministry because it is a ministry. Yeah. You if we're so? being honest, it is absolutely, and I'm like, being dead ass. Explain what that is for the people. I, I am being dead ass, and it's good and it's bad. I'm going to okay. tell you okay, why. Okay, talk to me, talk to me. So, as I was saying, as we were talking about, like, you know, for men who may not, who can't handle being in those spaces, right? 
And I that I only kind of came to that revelation in this conversation where it's like maybe God put this woman in his life to really like hold him down and save him. So it, it can be a ministry in that way. But I don't even get that. I think that certain aspects of the world like is is just too dark for some people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there are some people who just can't handle what comes with that. And especially the LGBTQ community, like there's a lot that comes with it's a lot of energy, it's a lot of trauma. It's a lot of dark stuff. And there's enough dark stuff in the world, in that community specifically. Like, it's a lot of dark stuff. And, and a lot of people cannot take that. So I think that there are some men, and I think that God, nothing, I think that God shows his grace in so many different ways. And there may be a man out there who has a wife, is like, how did I end up in this position? Like, I like niggas. But honestly, it may be God's grace. Mm-hmm. Because in any in another world, you might be caught up. Yeah, you, you might, might have gotten caught up. You might not have yeah. made it. So that's why when I say ministry, I know we've joked about it, but I honestly think like for that woman to even be attracted to that is her ministry. That's her ministry. Okay, so from you saying it from this standpoint, that's actually different. Like, yeah. but the other side. But can you explain real quick? Okay, so bare ministry yeah. is women who are with men who are gay. Okay. Straight like that. Plain and simple. Or Boom. struggling with homosexuality. Okay. That marry them and that move marry them and them. move forward okay. with them. Right. So, like we said before, like, and just for context, like, I feel like some people may be watching this episode and just a little confused because they're not in the in the culture. In church, right. So for context, like we all know, I, I think most people know being gay is an abomination in the eyes of God according to what we're taught, right? Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of men in the church who are gay because we're human beings. And just like the way that it's carried is just like, it's it's a struggle. And so a lot of men feel the pressure of like being with a woman or having to be with a woman and, and being down low, right? And, and that's for people who are in church and out of church, but in church specifically is what we're talking about. So a lot of times these men remain in the closet and just lead lives as straight men. And initially, like things like that bother me because I just feel like, like I said, the authenticity part. You're lying. Stop mm-hmm. lying. You're you're serving. You're a choir director. You're a gospel singer. You're a pastor. Stop lying. You're lying to these people. And I feel like so many people. I won't say so many souls could be saved, but so many people could be could feel a lot freer and not feel so bound if people were just their authentic selves. Not saying that. Listen, if. I haven't been dove into the word enough to like know exactly what God said about being gay. So I'm not going to speak on that. But if you honestly feel like we could talk about it. If you honestly feel like it's it's an abomination, still be truthful. And that's why I respect Jackie Hill Perry because I feel like she takes the stance of like, listen, this is not something that I, that's changed about me. I still feel the feelings, but I'm just choosing different. And that is a different narrative. She than said what, that? I think that, that is her, <laughs> that's been her testimony. Like, at least in the very beginning from what I've gotten, it's been one of those things where like, I'm not delivered. Like I've, I've just made the choice. Listen, that's what I gathered from in the very beginning. Like this is when she first came out. I don't really know what's been the case as of recent, but I honestly just feel like if it was more of an authentic ministry, a lot of lives could be impacted in a more positive way in this, in this conversation. Right. So the beer ministry Mm -hmm. is women who, date or marry men who are gay 
A very interesting phenomenon. So simple to understand. It has so much weight to it. That's what I, like maybe I don't understand it being a ministry because I mean maybe the ministry word was me being because jokey. Because if they're still sliding <laughs> sliding in niggas DMs, then maybe that's like what, so, you, what is what is he so being safe? So when from? I first said beard ministry, when it came up in my head, I was really like being facetious. Jokey. Yeah, boots, 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 boots. But <laughs> well, as we were talking, like I really did start to feel like this could be just like you know how there is I don't know the the term, but there's women who are single. <laughs> There are women whose ministry is singlehood. And isn't there like a word for them in the Bible? Like nuns? I'm so sorry, though. You know what I'm talking about? They've talked about it in church before. Like women whose ministry is not to like to be single and like they don't get married. I don't know what that's but nuns. That gave nuns. No. There's eunuchs and nuns and monks and stuff like that. They don't take up, you know. No, I'm talking about the Christian faith. Nuns are Christian. They Catholic. That's still Christian. They Catholic. <laughs> but I mean, a Christian woman that, is, that decides to no, not get not married. No, not decides. Just a who, so you know. specifically, there was a there was a a a word a ser- a, a sermon that someone preached in church. I'm not gonna say the name, mm-hmm. but it was literally about this person this woman who is going to be single she's not going to marry she this is her ministry but i might be wording it wrong or maybe she is me she is me <laughs> but okay so yeah so i the, the word ministry was really in like in being a, like a funny fool. Mm-hmm. yeah but as we started talking like it really started to dawn on me like it could be there could be some kind of ministry to that but on mm-hmm. the other end like I do think it, it is detrimental for the woman and for the man. Yeah. And I experienced firsthand this man try to be a woman with a woman. And me love both of them to death. <laughs> and it did damage. Mm. Damage, damage, damage. Mm. So I feel like that's the thing. Like me experiencing this or like, you know, going through that whole like, okay, well, you know, I can be delivered from this thing. For me, my truth is that I didn't see that for myself in reality. Mm-hmm. But did you feel the connection? Like to her? Yeah. Mm. That's yeah. what I want to know. Did I feel the <laughs> so I did and did not. I'm sorry, sis. No, no, no. I did and I did and I did not. I did because we were we were friends. So I loved her like that. Like that's just the type of person I am. If we're together or like I call you my friend, I'm gonna ride for you regardless. Yeah. yeah. The fact that you're my girlfriend, I'm definitely gonna have to ride for you. But, but you had crushes. I were did. they fake? Crushes. Oh wait, on, on girls? girls. No, I did have crushes. I like beautiful people. No, Period. don't do that. It's it's true. No. I will see a girl well, in the you... street now and be like, she is bad. No, I'm gagging. but I'm talking about pursuing. <laughs> I'm talking about pursuing, like you have moments where you, after that relationship, where there were a couple of girls that you were thinking about pursuing. Was after, that you after, being authentic or was that you still trying to not me be? Me still trying to not be. Okay. Mm. Down. I mean, because like at that point, it's like, I'm not going to leave the church. Right. And my thought process, and this was like, we broke up when I was in college. So I thought whenever, and this is the crazy thing, because I would say this to myself all the years that we dated. Whenever I decide to come out, I'm gonna pay. I'm not going to church anymore. Like clearly, oh, so to stay, you acclimated to to stay in church, like mm. something you wanted to be in, I and want, then you don't I want to go. To be here, so, so this, is, what I'm gonna do. this yeah. is what we're gonna do. But uh-huh. once I'm tired of this, 
and I decide that I want to do that, we're going to have to pay all of this because so these don't happening? go together. I knew it was going to happen. Interesting. Okay. I thought y'all were going to get married, honestly. It was, I, really listen to that? me. It was either going to be that or we were going to get married and it was just going to be a very tumultuous the situation. The only reason why I thought that was because I had seen I firsthand it be done. <laughs> I just, I didn't, I didn't think that. You didn't think that? No. You thought he was just too gay? Yeah. <laughs> Because there's some guys like who's just not that gay. They gay, but they not that gay. Yeah. So they could. But pass. when I when I first met him, I knew. Boots. Everybody do. She kind of met me when she first met me. She was like, either he is really really gay, <laughs> or he really loves God. Like it's one of the yeah. two. It, ha- it has but to be one of the two. Both. Down. No, 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 She was just like, yeah. it's either he's really gay because yeah. no shame. When I was younger, I was very sassy, still very you sassy. Still, no, you're still sassy. Say, still still sassy. sassy. Still sassy. What's crazy is that in relationship, in relationship, this man is still giving mook. Down, but that that was the thing that threw me because it was like I don't under like the dynamic when we were like arguing stuff. I'm just like. I don't get this. Like, I don't get this. Like, what are you not talking about? Same side. Like, I'm dead. But no, no but it would like, be like, would be each other it would just be like a lot of, I don't know, like a lot of the things that like, I guess like girls go through, like maybe like how y'all express yourselves or emotions or maybe it was just that particular one. I could not like. What's, what's interesting? Listen, I'm not judging these women because a lot of gay men are beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Period. I mean, and you're I know that who you are. I know like, that, yeah. And I know that there's a lot of gay men who, who, especially who are not extra feminine, they get a lot of female attention. Yeah. And some women like the pretty boy. Some women yep. like the extra meticulous, mm-hmm. you know, kind of vibe. Some of these girls live for the mooks. Why? Because that's a clean man. Right. That's no. a clean man. He going to have it together. And guess what? He probably going to pay the bill. And he going to style you He going to work his set. He, he going to style So y'all can get you. the drinks and all that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no shade. Right. They really do live. But however, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, it's not the same. Really that's nice. interesting. So are y'all currently in church? Do y'all currently go to church right now? I try. I, I, okay. So I'm, I was at a certain point. But, you know, I'm working on weekends now. So I can't. Yeah, okay. I tried. Yeah, unfortunately. I, I sing. Yeah, so period. You're in church. Yeah. You are yeah. church. Okay. We didn't talk about, no, but oh, we only have a few more minutes. But we didn't talk about, you a whole pastor's kid. Can we talk about I really that? Think that's we a, need, a big part of the experience. I really think we need, and I know you said you didn't, I think we need a part two. I think so too. This was so good. Like we, like, I still feel like, like my card is done. I feel like I have more. On my in my dome. Talk we'll do a part two another day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I gotta get my Being a pastor's kid, especially <laughs> being a pastor's kid in my situation, is a little bit more complex mm-hmm. because growing up, it's a lot of stuff. Oh God, it's it's honestly so much stuff. I don't even think we have the time, the days. We don't have the months to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it was so much. It, it was a very tumultuous situation between mm. my parents, me growing up, all of that. A lot of stuff. A lot of people know a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, what I think for me, I was always just Kyle. Mm-hmm. And that was my saving grace. Like Easy to love. Yeah, like I feel like me, mm-hmm. I had myself. And I hate to make it sound like a thing. But like I really was so solid with me. Like any question quarrel I had. I would Google. I would talk to myself. I would literally just 
throw information at myself so that anytime something that made me feel uncomfortable would be thrown at me, I could literally throw it back. Right. And from my experience is being a little bit more effeminate than other than other little boys and stuff like that. People still didn't treat me that weird. Mm. Other people didn't. Mm. The question gets a little crazy with my father. Right. But I felt love from a lot of people. The real mm. recognizes real. Yeah. People respected mm-hmm. my authenticity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. From young. Every time. Like That's what From young, mm-hmm. people respected that this was always, they literally especially always respected me. Especially if you have a great me. personality too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. If you're likable. Mm-hmm. I didn't say you was a uh, I just said especially. Well, I, just I, like, think so. <laughs> I think you have a great personality. Oh, yes. You're amazing. And I, it's easy, it's easy to, um, you know, when someone is, yeah. is dope, like it's easy to respect and no I matter li- what. I literally mm-hmm. don't really have problems with anybody. Most people that have issues with me, it is an internal thing that they are battling. And they are projecting. They have their own situations. I don't know, because I ain't never do nothing to you. (laughs) And you don't want me to do anything to you. You've had a lot of experience in the industry. Yeah. I really want to get into the gospel industry. I know we got three three minutes, but I need to talk about it. We got to talk about it, because it blows mine. We're going to talk about it. It's just sending the wrong message. What's the message you're gathering from it? It just kills me. Like, it's it's confusing, at least for me. I don't know about anybody else, but it's confusing. Like, gospel rap? No. Oh, because that's no, funny I'm to me. Like about, that's, that's comedy. I'm talking about uh, like the gay men in the gospel crazy? industry oh. only. Oh. I'm talking about that. Oh, you guys. Are crazy? I'm sorry. <laughs> the time is going down. No, because it's okay. Gospel rap don't eat. It's really. No, I you gospel rap. I love everybody. <laughs> it'd be a key. Cause I don't care. Cause it's funny. I don't want to say it's not good. I don't care how we feel on that about you know. Feel me? It's, like, not, it's good music. It's good. It's gaggy. It's just funny as fuck. It's just funny as fuck. <laughs> like y'all are really no. rapping over trap beats where like Future once said Percocet, Molly Percocet. No, <laughs> that's a different conversation. Listen, excuse me. Yeah, go go. Frankly, the number on the industry, okay? But I respect him. I love but that's that what man. I'm saying. I was just getting to his last album. I, but he's I, different. I you talking about the, the newer, no, younger millennial gospel rapper? I heard about head. it. I, just, I love me some Kirk. For me, with the gospel artists, I just feel like this. Well, <laughs> don't. Why are you laughing? <laughs> you my laughing chest my is hot. I'm sorry. So all the gospel rappers and gospel rappers, okay. um, people that take that in. <laughs> I'm not even gonna do that. No. I respect it. I respect it Can though. You stop. Yeah. <laughs> specifically for stop. those of us that think the gospel music has gone too far. No, specifically, I need mean, you to stop. Gospel <laughs> rap to me is good. Please stop. Don't talk about it anymore. Don't talk about it anymore, please. Just stop, please. Okay. Yo, my chest is burning. Like, no, no, it's cool. Wait. I love the people that you know. So my frustration, real quick, my frustration mm. with the gospel industry is literally like all the other stuff is cool. Like, I'm cool with you know using the secular music beat to the yeah yeah. You know, it makes it cool, whatever. Mm. And then I do love me some old school, you know, hymn type of you know vibes mm-hmm. as well. My issue is like the weird stuff, like. You on the shade room getting your black your back blown by a dude, and then you're on touring. You're touring. You're touring after that. Oh what? Yeah, oh, that's, that's crazy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and my whole who thing is doing that. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> like you don't say, know that. Who was doing that? That's crazy. I am gonna say zero names. 
I'm gonna say shade room. Oh no, they're on shade room. Then they're obviously they're on shade room. They're obviously like out there. I mean, but nobody's about to slide into my DMs, and I'm not gonna have nobody serve me no paper, not nowhere, not nowhere. And the thing is, like, it's just very, it's it's very weird. It is. It's weird. Very weird. So I'm supposed to go. I'm supposed to like. We supposed to be praising God together, and you was just on shade room like. Showing that getting, yeah. getting not world tour, man oh man on shade room. And it's shade room and like, gospel shouldn't even be in the same fucking sentence. <laughs> That's a fact. But the shade room is owned by like you know gospel people. No, it's, it which is, says no, a it's whole an African lot. Woman. She she's is. in the industry. She probably pay her she's size at one of the big. But it says a lot. It says a lot. Which one? Ooh, ooh. I, I I'm bad at reading lips. I'm Mexico bad at reading lips. Yes. I'm not. I'm not getting. We won't. We won't say it on here because we are not getting sued. Um, oh, I'm not surprised. Damn, that's why I said. Ooh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Like, I don't know <laughs> if y'all have something to say about it, but it bothers me. It's a little it hypocritical. Bothers me. I, what I have to say about it is what I said about the last situation. If that is your truth, then you know, do that. I. It sends the wrong message. Okay, but what what what, what, well, what about I feel it? like messages belong to the parents at this point. Down. Because Not the what message <laughs> so because, who raised y'all? Don't no no no, no. What, are you letting because what are you letting your child listen to and watch? That is that is literally your journey. If that man decides to do whatever he wants to do and then like he's going to go tour, guess what? No, my issue mm-hmm. my issue is not the sexualness about it. It's my the, issue is the it was just swept under the rug. Like hypocrisy. And nobody's, it's the hypocrisy. Yeah. But an industry is an industry. Ad- money address, is money. No one's going to address this. You're no. just going to continue right. on like that never happened. But a if it was someone else, it might have been a situation. Money. It's not about the coin, but no, there's but souls it, involved. There's people involved. But you gotta, that's what you got to remove from it because you're taking it so, like it's souls. It's, this it's is a the business. Industry. This is not ministry. It's a business. Okay, well then because we guess need what? to. If we that's the to... case, then that means all gospel artists that want to get a deal, they should just stay signed. That means no gospel artist should get dropped because it's about souls. If, and this one singer, she's such an amazing singer, she shouldn't have got dropped from her label. Right. But at the end of the day, but she, she wasn't no selling. Sales on that she didn't make okay. no money. So, so we're it's establishing the gospel first. industry it's is It's a not... business first. Understand It's that. like every other industry. It's like every other There's industry. It's a business first. Okay. When you remove everything else from it, See, it's back in the days, first. and I don't know what no, the... No, it was still a business. The, with the, I don't, the but, but we didn't... We didn't like, we didn't know I think that. things were hidden back but in the days. People media, had a little we bit... We didn't have social exactly. media back then, so we couldn't really know the team I don't want to be listening and praising the Lord, and then I hear your voice, and I'm like, oh. It's and that I, guy. The, the imagery. But then, you, but then uh, that does that go to say that you don't offer grace? Down. That's it's not about it. grace. It's, no, about it's like hypocrisy a little bit. Yes, yeah. it's the hypocrisy. What is the hypocrisy? Because what if his message was his message? Hom- was he he's preaching not. against homophobia or talking against homophobia? What was his message? I think that the gospel industry as a whole, if you gonna do that, uh, like you need to. I just think the faith. I just think it just it bleeds into a lot of different things. Like if we're gonna do that and and continue on like it's nothing, then we need to have that conversation. Where this is what we're accepting, but I guess it's just like the same thing, like glazing over a man that cheated and beat it on his wife, and then released is. a record. So it's the same thing. The reason why this one is hits a little That's different crazy, is though. because of how hard. That That's crazy. That, because of how hard our faith goes when it comes yeah. to homosexuality, and then he's of how, able to do that. And then he's able to but do then, that. But that That's is why. a part. Even in 
church, like outside of the industry, if you can sing well and you can dance well, we're going to use that gift. Obje- for, objectify. For, yeah, we're going to use it for what we need yeah, it for. I mean, but when mm-hmm. it comes down to when it comes to the book, when we really, it's, it's almost like when you stop, mm-hmm. when your company gets audited. Like we're doing all this stuff like offline, but then once the audit comes, it's like, okay, buy the book. This yeah. is buy the book. Okay. That doesn't, that doesn't fall in that line, baby. We need to stop objectifying our men, our gay men. Mm-hmm. Specifically, that goes for friends. That goes for church. That goes for relationships. That goes for family. Family. That goes for everything. Mm-hmm. I agree. It does. A but we talk about the black church today. Yeah. And so in the black church, agree. I literally see it with my own two eyes. Y'all talk about condemn this and that, but then oh, you available next Sunday X Y and Z for this that and the third. Mm-hmm. It's not. So right. it can't be that bad. It's not right. It's not cool. And it, it's it's. I mean, y'all talk about it. Like, y'all, how does it make you feel? You do, for me, I I talk to God, right? So mm-hmm. I'm going to do this for you. Um, however, we also know that we have these other things in place, so I'm not extending myself past a certain point. Like, yeah, but then is it is it is it ministry? Is it still it is, ministry? It's still this ministry. This is this is my offering unto you. You know, mm-hmm. as a minister, this is this is my duty, so I can do this for you. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna be throwing myself like I used to throw myself before. Like, yeah, no, you can't. I can't make it. Like, sorry. Yeah. Take care For of me, yourself. I do what I want to do. If it's something I want to do, I want to sing at. That's fine. I do what I'm required to do, and I leave. This doesn't exhaust you. No, because I really don't experience much people, at least to my face or in my vicinity. Mm-hmm. People disrespecting me. I've seen group chats disrespect me. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's fine because in the same group chat that disrespected me, I have the same number from that same person trying to talk to me, right? And one thing and about my it. number out, so it that's why things don't really bother me. It's, right. But it still hurts. It can. I mean, it, it still can hurts. hurt. But then it it's can, like when you really know the real, it's like, tough. girl, you're not, you're not really chewing it like that. Like, yeah, yeah. I really I have to be sick. mad at. Yeah, like, why is I let it determine how I feel about yeah. myself, my day? Yeah, like, Deja, we gotta, we gotta. Yeah, wrap. we're gonna wrap. I feel this, like we have so much more yeah, to cover. This might be a part two, y'all. We'll yeah. keep y'all posted. However, thank you for watching this episode. Please like, subscribe, comment below. Yes. Thank you guys for being here. Let oh, me just yes. say before we end this, I manifested. How long I've been talking about this episode? A long time. I manifested this because me, him and I have this conversation a lot, but mm-hmm. like I really wanted the the purpose of this episode, and I hope we kind of like you know scratch the surface at least, is to really start this conversation, just like you know about the trauma and and just not like I love that we started out with what we love about the black church, mm-hmm. but not so much like down in the black church, but we're we're human beings. We're all human beings, but mm-hmm. especially. Are people who are gay in the church, like they're human beings and the way that the narrative, like the way that they're treated, like all of these things, like I feel like no one, no one really speaks about it. And I've been watching it firsthand for a very long time, having someone super, super close to me in the church experience it. And so that's why I wanted to have the conversation because it's something that to me gets ignored. Do you feel like it gets ignored? Uh, 
It's a, it's uh, yes, it is ignored because it's a conversation nobody's comfortable. No one to wants have. to have, and that's why I want yeah. to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I appreciate you guys being well, thank open. You guys yes, for this place for more than happy. Yes. yes, no, seriously, having thank you because yeah. you are not safe in all spaces. Period. So, honestly, yeah, thank do you, you do, but do y'all feel like we we at least scratched the surface of? I feel like we we hit enough points. Okay, and and maybe somebody out there will understand that all you need to do is be enough for yourself, mm-hmm. and what is for you. They, it will fall into place. Period. It's you going to it. be a hard walk. It's going to be a lonely walk sometimes. Yeah. It's going to be maybe one friend or two. But what is for you will always find you. What is for you will always be meant for you. And if you keep a right, steady mind and focus on your relationship with God mm-hmm. instead of the religion aspect, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. Yep. Yes. Right. That was like such a beautiful message to end on. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Isaac, for joining us here Thank today. You. We are Thank so happy to have you. Follow us on Instagram at bay.room. And again, like, comment, subscribe, okay? Period. Thank you. This audio has been remastered from our corresponding YouTube video. Link to the YouTube video will be in the show notes. Bay Room is sponsored by Sage Rose, inspired by beauty, made for versatility. If you like what you heard today, please give us five stars wherever you're listening and follow Bayroom on Instagram. See you soon.